Okay, hi. Um, today we're gonna talk about cancel culture. This is weird. So I'm with my best friend. Say hi, Gayatri. Uh. <laughs> and we. This is weird because, like, obviously, we never really. When would we ever record our conversations? I don't know, but this is the first time we would be recording our conversation. We recorded our conversations. People think we were clinically insane. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Okay, anyway, today we're talking about cancel culture because I know this is something like we've talked about briefly and it's something that's like, I feel like it's always been relevant, but like, especially like now with everything going on, it's especially relevant. So... What is cancel culture? So if you don't know what cancel culture is, um, it basically, well, some people don't know what it is. It started on Twitter. I th- it, it definitely came from Twitter. And it was just like, it started with like major celebrities being called out for doing certain problematic things, um, or, like tweeting certain problematic things. And basically a lot of people would quote unquote, like cancel them and say like, oh, like, we don't support them anymore because they did whatever um and recently especially i think with blm like making a huge rise obviously this year and a lot of people are kind of being exposed for having like racist past like whether it's like saying the n-word or like you know tweeting something racist and it it a lot of people have been quote-unquote Canceling people, I think, also has a lot to do with, like, if you're not a celebrity, like, you know, making, like, ruining, like, they're not ruining, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, making sure, like, they don't, like, emailing their, like, racist post to, like, their college or high school or something. And, like, in that way, like, doxing them, Um, which people like Sky Jackson were involved in a lot. And I think that, obviously, that's needed because we can't have racist people out there. But a lot of people in general are just like, you know, how far is cancel culture going? And when is it actually necessary? So what are your thoughts on this? Okay, so I definitely have uh, mixed opinions on cancel culture. Uh, One, I think that it's really cool that Gen Z specifically has the ability to have such like power, but we're canceling like big corporations and big celebrities. That's something that's never seen in like past culture. Like first saw that people that had rise to fame that the uh, popular have such a big effect on their celebrity status. Like yes, celebrities for the most part, but not for corporations. Normally once corporations became Big, they were big and you couldn't really do anything about it no matter how they were treating people like unless it was a wide like spreading boycott but even then they're like not that successful if it's a billion dollar business so I think cancel culture in that sense is really like good for canceling like problematic companies bringing awareness to all of these like problematic things that are going on that people have just been overlooking for so long and also calling celebrities out um on their stuff and what they're doing and just making people more accountable for their actions which i think is very important but on the other hand i feel like it kind of plays into the performative activism aspect of the black lives matter movement in that you're forcing celebrities that one may not have a lot of information about the topic or maybe they are coming from a 
position of privilege, they're white celebrities, and they don't really want to talk about it because it's not necessarily their place, you're forcing them into an atmosphere where they either have to say something or they're going to be canceled under the terms of them being racist. And I think that leads to a lot of just performative activism, like posting that black square on Blackout Tuesday or posting something, just like one thing about it, saying like, something but not actually spreading information and i think that just it it gets to a lot of white noise and not enough information actually being spread about the movement and about the things that we're trying to do and it kind of just draws attention away when we're spending our time canceling tiktok celebrities instead of actually focusing what cancel culture was supposed to be like canceling big businesses like amazon or like finding out which like companies are in association with like Trump and stuff like that or celebrities that have actually been like racist and homophobic and transphobic and all of that stuff. So in conclusion, (laughs) I think that it is really cool that we have the power to um, impact such big change. And I really think that's important aspect of social media, but I also think we can't just be using it on every single person. Like, yes, if someone says the N-word, that's awful, and, like, cancel them, but you can't be using it to push all of these people into the limelight to talk about issues that they don't have any information on and they don't have any personal experience about, and they're just going to perform for activism in order to not be canceled. I don't think that's doing anything to help the movement or anyone else. I don't know if that makes sense. No, yeah, that makes perfect sense. That was a really, yeah, good um, summary of basically what this is. And it's good that you mentioned corporations because I think when we think of cancel culture, like I was completely just thinking about celebrities, but like, of course, corporations are the biggest culprits and have the most money, obviously. Um, The one that thing that I think of off the top of my head is like Chick-fil-A, right? Chick-fil-A is known to fund... um, uh, the like is known to be like well it's short homophobic because they fund like what like conversion therapy organizations and like other like homophobic I think Christian something homophobic organizations they were openly like I gay for a long period of time and then they got for it so then they started like backing like they started donating to more like uh, LGBTQ causes but then it came out again that they're still backing like the Trump administration mm-hmm. but yeah the Chick-fil-A is a great example literally the other day my dad was like let's go get Chick-fil-A and I was like so ready for it and I had to check myself and I was like no we can't we can't get food from Chick-fil-A like even if it's just a small family getting food from Chick-fil-A it's not that you it seems like it's not that big but like everyone's actions do matter and you have to hold yourself accountable like you can't just be posting on Instagram about well all these corporations are bad we should can't and then the next day you are going to Chick-fil-A and buying Amazon without a second. Like you really have to yourself first, like the hardest. Yeah, exactly. And that, and like, same thing for me, like Chick-fil-A is like, it's on my, like on my camp, my college campus. And like me and my friends like used to eat it all the time. And when I go back, I have to kind of be like, no, like it's like, it's the actively, it's not, I think what you were saying about performative activism also kind of comes into play here. It's not just, reposting a story on Instagram or like like signing a petition it's like actively being like okay researching what does this organization stand for do they support BLM or do they like fund other racist homophobic organizations and then actively not doing business with them actively saying okay I can eat like 
I mean, I wouldn't do this. I'd just go get a salad at this point, but I'd be like, I'm okay. I can get McDonald's instead or something like that. I think McDonald's was on another list. I feel like a lot, there was one list that came out a while back, which was just a whole thing of fast food chains that funded some, I don't remember if it were like racist or homophobic organizations. Yeah. I mean, that being said, it is the environment that we're living in and Mm -hmm. living in a capitalist environment, which basically forces us into positions where we have to choose to make unethical decisions because of like the environment we're living in. And while it's like, while it's, I'm going to, I'm going to contradict myself, but like (laughs) while you should try and make every active choice you can to not buy into these like corporations, it's also really difficult at times, especially if you're a broke college student, you don't necessarily have the money to like, Got, get stuff that's not off Amazon or you don't have the money to get ethically sourced clothing because it's more expensive mm-hmm. or maybe you're like I'm not going to be wearing this clothing for a long period of time because I'm still growing or I'm in high school or I don't have the money to buy this sort of stuff and so I think that kind of goes back to the bigger issue that there's only so much the individual can do and while it's important to like I guess cancel these big businesses this is also on the level of capitalism you have to like realize huge 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 companies that make up a part of our economy and we're not going to just set switch to like ethically sourced fabrics like or like more morally equal companies with just the actions of a few individuals do you know what i mean right yeah i know what you mean and it, it, it makes sense yeah you go ahead. Would have to be like a big company at the same level of amazon mm-hmm. that was making moral and ethical choices which is so difficult because the way that you succeed in capitalism is by pushing everyone else down mm-hmm. like the way Jeff Bezos is making his money is by not paying any of his workers a livable wage and how is someone else supposed to compete in the same market if they're actually trying to help the people around them and like eventually they will because eventually when you do what's best for the majority of people you get to the top but the nature of capitalism is that there's always going to be that competition. There's always going to be the cheaper option, which people will necessarily be forced to take versus the more ethical, expensive option, if that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. That definitely makes sense. And it's like, yeah, like as like we're both broke college students, you know, at one point we both had like, what, $2 in our bank accounts. Like, I'm not even kidding. Cents in my bank account right now. You have how much? What? I have 66 cents. I keep getting the emails every day. They're like, your bank account is below $100. And I was like, Sweetie, I'm below dollar. I can't even make nugget right now. Girl. <laughs> I wish I could tell you. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, we... And, like, for clothes, like, you talked about clothes, for example. Like, I was... Like, there's one... I mean, Hassan Minaj talks about, like, a couple of these, like, capitalist, like, concepts on... Patriot Act and like one of the uh, episodes was on fast fashion and like Forever 21 and like all those companies that like make clothes for cheap and then don't pay their workers right or like make them work in like horrible conditions and then you know make clothes that like are just cheaper than normal or you have companies like Urban Outfitters that are ridiculously expensive and still don't pay their workers or like put them in good conditions like you think like literally I had to use a gift card to buy one single top 
And I still had to pay a little more on top of that. It's literally like if you're charging that amount of money, like it's fifty dollars for like a t-shirt, you should be paying your workers a livable wage, and yet they still aren't, and they're still making homophobic and like yeah. Great- I just I don't understand. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like that. Oh, and then there was um Urban has been doing that for a while. And then there was the um thing with Shein. Shein. Oh, I never yeah. heard to say that one with like the swastika. Yeah, that was it's a mess. That honestly. was stupid. I... But uh I think getting back to cancel, I feel like we got on the tangent. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I don't know, like I, I really, I really do have mixed opinions about it because sometimes I see it and I'm like, wow, that's amazing. They just canceled this huge celebrity. Um, and other times I was like, who cares that Sally um, is slightly racist? We didn't care about her in the beginning. We don't care about her now. Why are we diverting all attention to cancel Sally? Like, yes, five followers. You know what I mean? Yeah, we never like, stand I'm- Sally. So. <laughs> sorry (laughs) (laughs) yeah but like it makes sense like why especially like yeah tiktok celebrities first of all they're not like i mean like they're relevant but on one they're like youtubers right youtubers are only really relevant on that platform and like to their audience same thing with like tiktok celebrities like obviously it's bad like didn't like lil huddier say the n-word or something Okay, no. Little ones should absolutely be canceled. Yeah. They should all be canceled. But I I just, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, they should be canceled, but then I feel like sometimes people are way too quick to cancel. Like, people do make mistakes and people do learn. And when they're bringing up your text receipts from, like, 2005 to someone who's, like, actively <laughs> part of the now and they're like oh but you said this in 2005 i think that makes it really really difficult for people to one join the movement and to learn like if you're not experiencing the racism the um like that inequality every day you don't know what it's like and you do have to put in the extra effort to learn what it's like and if you're constantly being gatekept from the movement or like are worried that everyone's going to call you out for every single thing you say. I feel it really difficult for the majority of people to be part of it and want to, you know? Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Like it, I think what it is, is there's no, because there's no like set definition of cancel the, like the bottom line of canceling someone quote unquote is, you know, you're holding them accountable, essentially. It's just another way to say you're holding someone accountable for their actions, past, present, fu- not future, past or present. Um, and I think that in most cases, I was actually having a conversation with someone earlier about like, specifically with BLM and like how people shouldn't just be performative activists, like not just post the black square, like they should grow and change. And like they were like they were talking to someone and that person was just like, yeah, like, we obviously should like applaud or they didn't, I don't think they said this, but I think it's just a general thing where just like, Oh, like people who like stop saying the N word and like realize like how much their actions hurt, like, uh, I like hurt people, um, have hurt African-Americans, you know, and like learn about their history and like be educated and like stop their problematic actions. Like that's good. 
like the point I made is like that that's good, but it shouldn't be overtly rewarded because that should be the bare minimum. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yes, I get that. I feel like, yes, that's good, but that shouldn't be yeah, exactly what you said. It, that's the bare minimum, right? Like mm-hmm. if you're not Edwards, congratulations. Mm-hmm. I don't think they should, if they are learning, changing and their 2005 tweet said them having standward, but now they're actually paying attention to the movement. I don't think that they should be canceled, right? Like, I don't think there should be text sent to their boss. I don't think they should be fired from their job. Right, exactly. They're actively admitting the fact that they made a mistake. They're trying to learn from it now. I feel like that's enough, and they don't deserve to be canceled. If they're in the midst of this movement, though, and they are refusing to acknowledge anything and have made several remarks in the past and are currently making remarks, then yes, of course, they deserve to be canceled. Like, they should not be doing that. Like, they deserve to face the consequences. But everyone makes mistakes, and I feel like everyone can look back into a time where they may have made a problematic to a comment or may have thought something problematic or done something problematic that they didn't even know at the time was that bad. And I don't think if you're learning about it now and you're actually taking the time to learn and figure out your own mistakes, I feel like you don't deserve to be canceled for that. Yeah, exactly. That, that should be how it is. And I was watching, okay, you know how I love Black Mirror. I was watching this one. I was like rewatching this one episode. Um, it's called Hated in the Nation. So if any of you want to watch it, like that's a really good Black Mirror episode. And it's it's it basically it's it, it's it talks about cancel culture essentially. What it is is they basically in that episode, like without giving too much away, like they have like this platform that's basically Twitter, and you know as like people with platforms like do problematic stuff like you know people the like people users were taking to twitter saying like oh like death to this person and death to that person and like people started actually dying in that episode like because of like this hashtag that they were using um on that twitter like platform and like they were getting people like no one like what basically the episode was is like how were all these people like just by going on twitter like and like saying this hashtag and like essentially canceling it's basically like canceling to an extreme and that's why I really like that episode because it's just like Black Mirror in general takes certain concepts and yeah, makes them really extreme and kind of disturbing. But it's good when you look at the social commentary behind it because this is, in most cases, what what cancel culture is. Like, yes, you need to hold someone accountable, but you also, for people that are willing to grow and change, you need to look at how people are growing and changing because by just canceling them and, you know, obviously like hopefully you're not going to do anything extreme but like you really have to make sure they're educated first of all because in some cases yeah maybe they're not like bad people maybe they just don't have the means to be educated one or have done stuff in the past where they were yeah maybe younger maybe times were different like yeah it was 2005 you know I'm sure there's things in 2005 that like we didn't know that we are being educated you know right now as times are changing so I think it's important to just be like make like hear that person's side and then be like okay like this is what you need to be educated on instead of assuming right off the bat that they're malicious because you know may they may not be they may want to change they may want to learn and i think in some cases those those need can be shown like through your actions like if you're cons- if someone consistently tweeting racist stuff 
then obviously they are, you know, trying to like hurt people and like they're 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 not people who actually want to grow and change. And those are people worth really canceling. But then yeah. there's people that like like you were saying, like people who like tweeted so like texted something or like had racist or homophobic text in 2005 or tweeted something bad in 2005 and have consistently made efforts over the years to try and change and those are people that you know should be given a second chance yeah and i think it also comes from i i i understand that it's very difficult to like see the best in people especially when we're constantly bombarded with the worst i mean our president is literally the walking cheeto yeah um, <laughs> like, we're constantly bombarded with all of these people and i think it's really difficult to assume that someone actually can change and is willing to learn especially in the environment we're in where people are just they like get an opinion they just stick to it and they they aren't willing to actually acknowledge what they're saying which I think is why cancel culture is kind of so addictive and so like needed because people are like, oh, you said that, gotta go, gotta go. Like instead of arguing with people and trying to actually explain your information, you can just cancel them. Um, but I think it's actually harder and I think it takes more work on both sides to one, on yourself, acknowledge that you did something wrong, say the words like, I was wrong, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm learn that's a difficult thing to do we don't want to do that and i think that's really hard to do but if you're willing to do that it's hard for the other person also to see you doing that and acknowledge the fact that you really are trying and say i understand that you made a mistake but i've made mistakes too and i'm happy that you are willing to learn that being said it is not the position of people of color in America to be teaching more privileged people about the things that they go through. Mm -hmm. They don't need to be your teachers. That should be your job, right? Like, mm -hmm. yes, a lot of them are willing and we should be extremely, extremely, extremely grateful that they are willing to tell their stories. And when they tell their stories, we have to listen. We have to just sit there and listen to everything they say because we will never know what they experience but the initiative has to come from yourself you can't just be texting your platform and be like hey like oh my god i hope you're okay like tell me everything there's centuries of history that you need to really go back and relearn right right our history that we were not taught well we were whitewashed i mean just so much information that you really have to reteach yourself and that's not their responsibility that's your responsibility so if you are taking the time, you are doing all the work that you have to be doing, that's enough. And mm -hmm. the other person also has to, it's, it's a compromise. It's not just one or the other. The other person has to be willing to accept the fact that you really are trying and not everyone's perfect and everyone makes mistakes. And I think that's a, the, the difficulty of cancel culture and like social media, everyone's just so fast paced. Like everyone just wants to do everything the quickest. They want to be the first person to text that they support something. They want to be the first person to cancel whoever said something. And I, I think you need to take the time, take a step back and actually understand what's going on. So much is changing in the past few months. And it, 
like just so much has changed like the world has literally changed and if no one's taking the time to actually step back and like realize the fact that things are changing and are just kind of just going along with everything you're going to be swept away you know exactly what I mean? yeah yes and that was a great yeah that summed it up i mean this is what I think, and we're kind of running out of time because I don't know why this only lets me record 30 minutes, but um, I guess, yeah, exactly what, I don't know why, I need to figure out this app, but <laughs> basically, yeah, what you exactly just said right now about, you know, getting educated is so, so, so important right now. Like you have all the means, literally everyone has the internet, mostly everyone has the internet, you know, read up on history that they didn't teach us in school, you know, learn more about you know, the history of people of color in this country and those who have come to this country and were forced to come to this country without those communities having to explain to you because it's not their job. It's your job to get educated and it's your job to learn from your past mistakes and learn what you, what actions you should be taking in the future. And I think that, you know, it makes cancel culture a little more, but cancel culture, I feel like right now is a, in a really gray area because right now it's not about obviously we have we know what it means like to have racist tendencies to be homophobic, xenophobic, um, misogynistic. You know, we know what that looks like from people, but what where it becomes gray is how we deal with it. And I think just by starting with education, starting by having those tough conversations, that's where we can kind of start to make it a little clearer. But yeah. I agree. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, thank you for doing this. This was great and very educational. Yay. Okay. <laughs>